Greetings, adventurers. I am Tim Lanning, your dragon rider this evening. And joining me, as always, is Mike Bachman. Oh my god, hi! Nika Howard. Oh, hello! Jennifer Cheek. Hello! And a very, very, very special guest GM, Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. Michael, unfortunately, had uh, a death in the family, so we are sending our condolences, our love, our kisses, Mm -hmm. and things like that his way into all of the family on that side. And um, because of that, it's sort of uh, lined up with a time that we are planning on playing this fun new spin on D&D 5th edition with our friend Pat. Pat, do you want to tell us a little something about what we're about to get up to? Yeah, tell me about these dragons. We are going to play a little snippet, a little, a little, get a little taste of a cool upcoming 5th edition source book called Songs of Chaos. It's an adaptation of a book series. The Songs of Chaos book series by Michael Miller. They are uh, fun books, fun fantasy adventure books about dragon riders, you know, humans bonding with dragons and fighting off evil in the world, the evil scourge of the world, which are swarms of bug monsters, undead bug monsters that try to eat everybody. Nom, 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 nom. And it's really cool. Uh, This great company, Wider Path Games, has done all the crunch of basically throwing out all of the uh, standard classes in 5th edition and took on the Herculean task of saying, how do, how do we actually make this work? And then they built out a new kind of class system that is both, in my opinion, um, there's a lot to play around with. It's very robust, but it's also not a very steep learning curve because basically it, the big choice you got to make is what kind of dragon you're going to pair with? A big one. A big one. <laughs> yeah. I wanted it to be like smoking weed on the side of a van. <laughs> well, you should have picked Emerald like Bachman then, I feel That's like. That's why he picked so fast. He was immediately on it. Yeah. You picked the square of the dragon. Uh, my my uh, dragon actually has uh, a tattoo of just a normal Chevy Astro van on the side of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Play on trope there. But... Uh, that sounds really fun. I, I like when games take the familiar and add a little twist to it. Yeah. So I like that, uh, as you described, they're kind of uh, changing the core of 5th edition a little bit to fit their idea. I, I really like what they've done is it's a source book primarily. It's the world where this takes place. So fans of the book series can play in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was brought in to the project was so that they they did all this hard work and they said, well, we need someone who who knows writing in these systems that can kind of write narratively and give us so so what I did was I wrote uh, and in, just an introduction not a whole full-length campaign just like an introductory adventure is kind of like a a, a for, uh, kind of a head start for the G, your, your GMs to kind of here's a jumping off point to get the players familiar with what's going on get them bonded with the dragon from there go the world is you it's your sandbox go have fun and then a bunch of uh so in addition to this introductory adventure that takes players from level zero to level three we have um over two dozen individual encounters that are were built designed to be pretty malleable where you can kind of you know drop them as needed if you're just looking for something to kind of thicken up or it might spark some interest i really like the way that they've structured this because it my opinion does a really good job of walking the line of giving gms tools to make it a little bit easier and fun for them but also giving them plenty of room to put their own creative spin on their campaigns hell yeah 
Sounds like it's a good value. <laughs> if you're listening to this in uh, podcast form, you can go to the description and there will be a special link to take you to the Kickstarter page, which runs from October 11th, right, Pat? Correct. It goes live. 29 days after that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Whatever that is. Whatever that yeah. is. <laughs> of 2022. So you can go there, and if you use our link when you sign up for the t- any of the tiers for Kickstarter, uh, for their uh, Songs of Chaos uh, 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 um, Kickstarter run, then we get a little uh, kissy on the back end, as we like to say. So legally, this is hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored, but since uh, we like Pat, we probably would have done this for free regardless because we like to support our buds that do cool things. Mm-hmm. I would have sent a bill. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made Pat buy me like a drink or something or something. I don't know. I know to do that a time or two at Geekly Cons. Like you have to drive me in your car somewhere. That too. We can make that happen. No, uh, that's shout out to Wider Path Games. So it's their project and they brought me in and then they were, they reached out and we were talking to them after and, and as they were saying, we want to do some promotional stuff. And they said, we know you have a foot in that world. Do you have anything you'd like to do set up? I said, I know this super awesome community that I think would be really interested in this. Oh, I could just get on legally the longest running Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't, and if you say it out loud, you don't have to put all the asterisks in it, you know? This world is a world made up of smaller kingdoms. Instead of one giant, a lot of small kingdoms that sometimes get along, sometimes don't. One thing they all are allied on is they hate the Scourge. The Scourge sucks. The Scourge is this unknowable horde swarm of undead insectoid monsters that will emerge from a rift in the ground every number, every couple of years. Wreak some havoc. Hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully they get beat back and call it a day. All my homies hate the Scourge. (laughs) (laughs) To combat this threat there is uh, something called the order the order is the sort of organization of dragon riders they kind of they regulate they kind of regulate it it's very political very bureaucratic and it pairs humans with newborn dragons and they kind of try to maintain a bit of a monopoly on on, on this main continent um, there are renegades out there uh, some kingdoms their their sort of a chapter of the order is a little more friendly than others some are very anti-renegades we in a just improv moment kind of on the fly had decided that your gang your group uh, was brought up in a commune that's kind of well off the beaten path away from most of these more established kingdoms and it was founded by a former order dragon rider who didn't like who came disillusioned with everything the the you know the bureaucracy the politics the the lack you know the the disingenuousness of it all went off to do their own thing and they founded a commune and i didn't name this person so if anyone wants to name tell me anything about this person just hester crowsworth hester crowsworth love it how did you know that (laughs) (laughs) bobbin raises up a piece of paper that says hester crowsworth sad that you got in so fast because i had a um a hag name generator up and it came up with the name ancient gloria rodent hands that could be hester's dragon (laughs) 
They drink Gloria rodent hands. <laughs> and you all, and one thing you all like to do, you know, when you collect, you find dragon eggs that are, because another thing is dragons can be very picky and sometimes eggs that aren't perfect in quotes are discarded and neglected and not cared for. So uh, Hester had created this commune and was, you were all some apprentices some pupils that had bonded with some young dragons. You're all kind of at level five and novice level. So your dragons are, uh, they're growing. They're, they're medium size. We're going to say, we're going to, we're going to, Fudge the rules and say they're just big enough for you to ride on them for short periods yeah. of time. We're, we're like um, we're like fresh and we're like ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Before this adventure, all of our characters took a quick diet in order to let our <laughs> dragons. You cut. Yeah. Instead of like scale mail, we're all wearing uh, uh, trash bags. <laughs> Nothing but protein shakes and heads of lettuce for six months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chicken and broccoli. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, though. One tragic day, you all came back from some training exercises to find your commune largely thrashed and destroyed and, and Hester and his dragon slain. Oh, no. What? Mm-hmm. What happened? We love a tragic backstory, don't we, folks? Wait, why do we even bother naming him? You knew I was going to pack bond with <laughs> Hester. <laughs> so sad about him. So you've set off on a quest of vengeance. Yeah, we fucking hate him. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're gonna you were gonna have to leave the relative uh, safety and seclusion of where you're living and sail across a small stretch of ocean to the main continent where these kingdoms of Brennan and Rosalia and Fjorlin, these more established kingdoms with very very formal. Uh, dragon rider factions of the order yeah they got the big walmart mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to open and you have chartered passage on a boat called the dauntless barge it's a very very large ship with a lot of deck space to it that has not has transferred dragon riders before in the past so large barge your babies can <laughs> can hang out on the deck and it's it's a it's a barge that it, it's multi-purpose where it does transport of cargo of people, so they do have amenities, not full-on cruise ship amenities, because they have. It's one of those things where it's almost like their motto: "We'll sail any waters." And you're all just kind of. It's a nice day. You're all just kind of hanging out on the deck. There is a, a bar on the deck. Mm. Oh. It's kind of grizzled, older woman. Her name is Helga Brine. She just is just always wiping down the bar. Never not, never not wiping down the bar. She has crazy delts because she's just always doing this motion. <laughs> yeah. Those are those. Uh, the bar is just sparkling clean. Does she switch arms at all, or is it just? No, it's one just big... her left hand. Or just her left shoulder is just yoked. Off to the side, there's a table covered in treats like steamed buns and just all sorts of like all sorts and just chowing down. There's both a dragon. And a young and a young adolescent boy. <laughs> the dragon is a uh, the dragon is is an emerald dragon, um, but with like a sick mask over like the like a gold mask like over the top of his head. Mm-hmm. He's got like his wings, but also like a second set of like decorative wings that look really badass. Oh, sick! Like, sticking out of the middle of him. The uh, the adolescent uh, the adolescent youth is. Uh, uh, big gloves, big shoes, goggles, big hair. The I've been watching a lot of Digimon. My dragon, my, yes. my dragon's name is Terramon, 
based off of tarragon, which in sweet that plant in Swedish and Dutch is sometimes called dragon. My character's <laughs> name is Chizumi Kusaki. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So there's another dragon actually kind of like floating off like a little bit like forward where the boat is going, but laying back on like with its belly and wings out to the sun observing <laughs> it um, in the water and it's kind of like coppery colored Ooh. but it but with like an undertone of that patina that copper gets so it's like oh, a little yeah. bit of that like teal and coppery and it looks very like zen like mm. just chilling and then when it is time for it to like you know the boat starts to catch up then it does like a very um, elegant, like kind of roll back and then shoots out of the water to fly <laughs> over. And it's like crystalline. And you see it on the, the side of the boat looking at this dragon with pride in her face is a, uh, uh, I wish she's, she's humanoid for sure. She's human-esque. Um, <laughs> and it, her, her skin has a very slight, like pale green. Ooh to it mm, yum. and her hair is dark uh and it almost looks like it's got like a little bit of like a turquoise teal situation in the sun my character's name is penelope meyerfoot penelope is wearing like 
what you would expect, like, this is, like, almost like a costume outfit in that it's very, like, diaphanous and flowing and, like, kind of, like, off the shoulder. And she's got little, like, like, star, like, pins to keep her hair back. And it's, like, very flowing. Hell yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. And that is my dragon. Whose name is Oberon? Oberon, hell yeah. Love it. And is oh and 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 Oberon is a mystic dragon. Ooh. Yes. Oberon and Penelope have good good brains. They do brain stuff good. We are so smart and we're so good at fucking up other people's brains. <laughs> <laughs> That's very scary. <laughs> the third dragon is laying over in a shadowy corner and has just a pile of gold underneath them and it's this lady dragon and she's laying on it and she's a black dragon but she kind of like has this like almost pinstriping on her scales um it looks pretty neat um she's a storm dragon and she's sitting there and she's just kind of like touching all of the gold and like making sure she's got it all um her name is susan and then my character would be the opposite side of the boat, like looking. They both have vantage points, making sure that our backs are covered. We know where the entrance and exits are. Um, and my character is uh, wearing not like a kind of like a suit, but like tight fitting for all of it. So it's like a riding jumpsuit, but it looks like a suit. Um, her name is Nahareen Nazdar Navarone, and she has just um, black black hair. She looks like humanoid, and she's just standing there um, looking at the dragon, looking at everyone else, and they're just smoking, both her and the dragon. And they smoke in, in tune with each <laughs> other. <laughs> That's excellent. My dragon... Uh, who is obviously named Celiarxis of the Dream uh, doesn't really like people he is a lunar dragon and as you all know they are very 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 rare so I don't want to deal with any questions he doesn't really like dealing with all the people so he's kind of flying towards the back diving underwater swimming underwater a little bit and uh, coming back up every now and again you'll see uh, the, the light reflected off her beautiful, uh, kind of like deep purplish, uh, uh, crystalline scales. Excellent. And the human that's bonded with Ciliarxis. Yeah, uh, uh, I am a human, and I'm playing Tygen Brontegar. Uh, basically, take all the worst men from Revolutionary Girl Utena. <laughs> and that's more or less what he looks wow. like. That's great. He's got like long hair. Yeah, he has long lavender hair. He's uh, like anywhere between six feet and seven feet tall, depending on who's standing next to him. And uh, uh, he has on what you probably consider like a dress military uh, outfit Mm. with a a nicely patterned breastplate on it um, and uh, like thick, uh, dark black riding boots. Uh, lots of light colors, purples and teals and uh, uh, filigree throughout. He looks like a very fancy man. Uh, yaoi chin, ya- yaoi hands. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, the longest hands you've ever seen. He's sitting back, uh, he smelling a rose and um, 
quaffing a, uh, a wine that he thought was passable on this large barge. Are, are you intentionally looking like you're not interested in having a conversation with anyone? No, I think I'm probably talking to someone who's obviously to everyone else bored mm-hmm. by me describing um, just how the food in the commune doesn't stack up to where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't get the same type of grapes out there. You you understand, certainly. My, my uncle, well, <laughs> my uncle's uncle has a winery in the foothills that the grapes, you can just peel off if you just rub it give me your finger real quick i'm gonna stay at the bar and it, it, the she holds up an incredibly pruny finger because she's been holding a damp rag and wiping for just hours and hours. Yeah. yeah lovely perhaps give me your other hand this one is uh bardo clad to me she has a, she 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 lets go of the draft the tap she just holds she, her hand kind of like almost creaks it's like she just never lets go of the, the tap the <laughs> well, I mean, you, dust falls off <laughs> uh i i uh like you can peel a grape as easy as this and i just place a tender kiss <laughs> on the most sensitive part of her palm are you uh you getting fresh with me young man i lean back and i kick my impossibly non-Euclidean long yaoi boy legs <laughs> on the bar. Uh, like, depends. Are you enjoying the freshness? <laughs> I mean, it, it's been a minute, but I could, I could maybe throw you around the cabin for an hour or two. Mm. I get off at 4 a.m. I'll be asleep, but uh, knock three times on my cabin and we'll see what happens. All right, I'm gonna hold you to that. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. It's good to yuck it up with the commoners from now and again. Yeah, can we say like four thirty? I'll take thirty minutes to 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 stretch. I'm gonna stretch because I get limber. Because I'm gonna be pretty stiff. Tell you what, um, I can I get a rain check? Maybe uh, a little nervous. God, I've got a big day tomorrow. You know how it is. I do. It's I, I, I'm an intimidating. I understand. No, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Men have always been intimidated by me. You oh. came on pretty strong, I think, and it it was really unattractive to me. But uh, <laughs> you're great. You're great. I, I think we established you as the one getting fresh with me. But okay, then. Sure, sure. Because there's been getting fresh and then you falling off the damn cart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, more wine. More wine. What? And I snap my fingers. <laughs> no, no. I get it. You got Big Dragon. What do we say? Please. Mm-hmm. She reaches out to, like, tickle your chin. <laughs> she loves it. And then she starts pouring. Yeah. And then she pours uh, a, it's just this, like, super strong, very bold, dry red wine. It's just, like, you can almost chew it. It's just so intense. Uh, Chunky wine. <laughs> I uh, put my glass, or I leave my glass there on the bar. I give her a wink and I take the bottle and <laughs> and I walk on over uh, to uh, Chisumi. Ooh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, huh? <laughs> Oi, am I right? <laughs> this both both Chizumi and Bachman didn't understand what you said two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I walked over to you with a bottle of wine and I go, Oi, am I right? I can't drink that stuff. I only eat steamed buns. Isn't that right, Terramon? That's right, Shizumi. Rum, 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 rum. 
Okay. Can I have... I'll have what you're having. <laughs> you can have this little one here. Great. Reaches out. Impossibly long fingers. <laughs> Terramon snaps, slaps your hand away and takes the small bun. <laughs> you, I, I smack him on the nose and say, don't do that. Mean, rude, not nice. Oh, what, what's the name of that, the, that ability where we share our senses? A bond? The, the the yeah so we so we share like we 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 see here and feel the same things if one of us gets hungry both of us gets hungry if one okay. of us has to pee both of us has to pee okay <laughs> that's how it works we go to the bathroom and actually like like I, I, if if say say Terramon has to pee that doesn't magically like make pee in Shizumi that'd be weird no but like <laughs> but we, like? we both get there not knowing who actually yeah. has to go and it's Which a kind one, of, all right. kind of <laughs> I was making more towards like sight, smell, taste, hearing, touch. Like <laughs> no, the six senses, all the ones you said, and piss. <laughs> you don't share a bladder. We don't share a bladder, but we but we feel it. That's definitely like touch. It's internal. Yeah. But <laughs> yes, yeah. crazy C two seventy three. If if one is horny, they both are horny. Well, then that still counts for pee. Wait, what? But I'm a boy, so I'm like a little boy, so I'm not horny yet. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not horny. <laughs> Nika, you know you were recording you. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful, and whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. Hey, everybody. Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic, and it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through hymns, 
you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. You have been at sea for a few days now, and it has been an incredibly pleasant, lovely, uneventful trip. However, there is a tension in the crew that started to kind of befall them and and the captain because this is why you booked this particular ship. It wasn't the only ship making the journey from where you were to where you're going. However, the route it was taking was of particular interest to you because it was off the beaten path. It wasn't the more traveled, frequented passages and currents that ships take to cross the sea. It is going through, it is going a route that honestly, almost no ships are willing to take. And that's precisely why you booked passage on this. And it is partly because of this this next stretch you're about to enter. And because it's about to enter a place, uh, a strait. A strait, you know, it's like a, more of a narrow passage of sea between two rocky land masses. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it has, a, this strait has a, a, a very cheeky, fun name that has been given by you know the sailing community um they call it sailor's tomb (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you know just a little bit of fun let's spice Mm -hmm. things up and i say to um uh chisumi i wonder if we'll hear the song in the sailor's tune i wonder if it's like a little ditty maybe the wind playing off the mountains. Uh, <laughs> the the song. Right, sailor's tune, like humming a tune. I'm sh- sure it's lovely. I love music. Isn't that right, Terramon? Yeah, you love music. Penelope has kind of floated over <laughs> at this point, and uh, it's like, oh, Tegan, you're so silly. I, you know it's tomb, right? No, what? No, I wouldn't go on a boat somewhere with a tomb. Gross. Uh, well, it's where we're all gonna die. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Naharine's just like up behind, like right behind Chizumi. <laughs> well, is it ironic? Like when you call a small dog Goliath? I think it's pretty sincere from what I understand. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you. You have a dragon. We all have dragons. <laughs> Me worried? I never. In a thousand years would be worried, I say, gesticulating, spilling wine everywhere on all the buns. <laughs> He's sweating. <laughs> Slorp. His upper lip. Well, uh, if we're going into some straight danger, we have to have a toast. And I hand the bottle to Naharin. Well. Tall drink of water for a tall drink of water. Are you hitting on me? I think he's trying to trade. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Well, your cup is empty. My cup is full. I'm not giving you anything. But I will say this. Let us all drink to potentially dying together. This might be our last night. We might die in the morning. Who knows? Um, may our pockets be lined with gold. Mine at least because I'm going to uh, fleece you in the night. Uh, may our tummies be full of good sliced meats. And uh, may our dragons feast upon our dead bodies before that of our enemies can take and defile us. And if we should perish, then may we become stars in the great celestial sky together. Hmm. Same. Ditto. And more steamed buns! <laughs> <laughs> it's 4.30 a.m. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. It is very apparent very quick why this straight got its nickname. Because there are... There is debris from broken, scattered, sunken, scuttled ships just, like, littering the rocks on the side. You see, like, like the uh, pieces of a mast and sail kind of wedged between two rocks off to the side here. You see, like, the prow that's, like, broken. That's the front part kind of broken off with the, the pointy bit out the front. Um, just kind of laying. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know. you know. I try to do some homework on this, uh, but there's so many terms. There's, like, an and aft. Yeah, there's an, there's an aft here. There's a starboard over there. There's a port over there. Yeah. Hog's mouth. Mm-hmm. Anchor. There's an anchor. <laughs> I, know what, I, I know what that is. Boatswain. There's a helm, but uh, you you see basically it is it is just there is every 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 not you know every so often you see debris wooden debris of ships that have something has happened they've been crashed. That being said, uh, the captain and the crew are very seasoned sailors. They all a lot of them have military training backgrounds, and they claim they've they have sailed this pass successfully before, and that's why they were willing to do it. And you come, so it's a very narrow, and then it kind of gets wide, and it's going to get narrow again. You're kind of in the wider part now, and you actually see uh, what looks like ships kind of sticking out of the water. It's kind of like they sunk partially. It's not that deep here. A little bit sticking out here and there. You see uh, one ship that's kind of like torn in half, but the half one half of it's kind of still floating. It's kind of bobbing, and it's kind of just kind of drifting along. Uh, and can everyone make me perception checks, please? I would love to. Yeah. And if you have questions, I know because we're, we're kind of, this is a lot of custom here and I sent you yeah. some cheat sheets. I have all your, all your stuff I can pull up and. I got, um, a three. Oh, that's a bad roll. I got a 12. That's a great roll. I got a 19. That's a great roll. Slow down, fuckers. I got an 11. <laughs> <laughs> that's two ones. You're just kind of hanging out. We're saying it's kind of early morning. Something the night uneventful. After after the wonderful, eloquent, heartfelt toast you had you shared yesterday, yes, and it's kind of a mist, a haze, and you you swear you 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 might be going crazy, but you swear you see a little bit of movement on this half ship that's kind of just drifting, of like figures, like silhouettes, kind of mm. moving, shambling about on that. Um, does anyone else see what I'm seeing on this boat over here? No. Well. I am seeing, and I think that there are beings over there. Some sort of a creature. <laughs> you want us to go whack them, or...? I mean, maybe we should talk to the captain to, to see if that's normal. I mean, probably they know. Or I guess maybe rescue them. Or, th- or that. I Honestly, I was 
mostly worrying about our own safety, but yes, we should rescue them. Yes, I'm sh I'm sh They're fine, though, probably, right? Because we're on a deadline, you see. Make haste. <laughs> While I have this talk, the captain, she actually just kind of comes up next to you, and she's a very, like, statuesque, put-together, real tough-as-nails looking. Her name's uh, Helena Stride, and she says, We'll be steering clear of that. Don't worry. And... As the words leave her mouth, I need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw because something oh, slams into your barge from the bottom and the whole thing lurches slightly. Of course. Eight. Fifteen. I got an eleven. Is this an effect that I could see while not blinded, deafened, or... <laughs> no. Is this applicable for that? Okay, damn. I got a seven. Okay. Anyone who did not beat a 10 so you get, did not get an 11 or higher falls prone yes. oh, no! <laughs> and then the ship immediately starts like shaking and vibrating and there's just this like thump 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 reverberating from the bottom it's the tune it's the tune i told you <laughs> um, it's 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 tomb and I, we're both laying on the ground I was sitting beside each other and we're like dazed and I'm heat. like correcting you guys I'm correcting you it's tomb get off me I would put my arm down to help you just one arm to help you both up and then just say you know maybe it is tune maybe we had it wrong the whole time maybe this guy's right mm-hmm <laughs> we both grab your arm at the same time to get up <laughs> while this is happening the the half ship is like drifting closer and closer to the barge and it's getting pretty closer and there's still mist but you can definitely see humanoid figures kind of shambling about on there and thump 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 uh pat i would like to use powers in the powers for which i would like to do mm -hmm. is um i would like to uh cast uh, light <laughs> Woo mm -hmm. uh, on uh, Syriax is whatever. You, um, you don't even know your own dragon's name? I've kept changing it. Syliaxis, <laughs> right? Syliaxis. Silly, I just keep saying Syliax. Yeah. Syliaxis. Syliaxis. I would like to cast uh, light on Syliaxis's snoot and have them. Just a big spotlight. Yeah, big spotlight, Got you. Rudolph style. Perfect. Shine some light on this night so bright. Yeah, <laughs> at the at the half ship. Uh, yeah, this bright, beautiful white light. It's like light him up, Sil. It's like if the moon was in the spotlight, just emits from your dragon snoot and bathes the deck of the ship in light. And yeah, you see, it is very plain. To all you, this ship, there is a bunch of what is commonly referred to as ghouls. They are humans that have been killed by Scourge of the Blight and have reanimated. And they are ghouls. And it said that their ship kind of bumps into the front of the barge. And the ghouls start shambling towards where it's like... And it's like the, 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 the sharp bits of the splintered wood have kind of like stuck and wedged a little bit into your barge. And they're walking towards. It's not an easy cross to see if they can. They've kind of. They kind of stumbled, some fell, and they're kind of moving towards the barge. And all this while, again, thump, 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 reverberating through the ship. 
Terramon says, Watch out! Those are Dark Human! <laughs> they travel in packs, and if they get too close, you can get overwhelmed. The, so, so seeing this and with the light, the captain uh, shouts and starts bellowing orders and is screaming, to arms, to arms, to arms, and the sailors are, some are rushing toward with long sort of harpoons to maybe try and push off the, the broken part of the ship, or maybe, you know, some push off these ghouls to prevent them from climbing aboard, some push off the ship, um, and again, this whole thumping, and the sh- captain's yelling, someone find out where that damn, what that damn thumping noise is, People are running around to and fro. Sounds like a Skrillex concert down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go make sure that there's nothing uh, that needs taken care of. Susan, let's go. <laughs> is your dragon name Susan? Yeah. <laughs> so are they, are they trying to climb on the boat right now? They're trying to, like, shamble toward, yeah. And there's a few sailors that are trying to, like, prod them back. But more and more are kind of appearing on the deck of this broken ship. Okay. I'll, uh, Chizumi says... Terramon, go! And he, and he goes, Overgrowth! He wants to put vines on the side of the ship to make it harder for them to climb on. Sprouting out of the wood itself, this huge clutch of tendrils and vines just appears miraculous, and it makes it... They're now they're, A bunch of them are tangled up in it. They were up front. Some are trying to come over them. It's a whole cluster. Uh, before anyone does anything else, you hear a scream from off to the, the, the starboard. Hey, we're using terms here, oh, the starboard yeah. <laughs> side of the ship. And you look over just in time to see uh, a, a, one of the sailors get pulled all over the edge into the railing and then climbing over the side, you see a ghoul. It looks like a ghoul, but there's something a little off about them. Their features are a little more, I don't know, kind of sharp in their face and they kind of a half rotted face. And then they climb and they don't like sit. They kind of like slither onto the deck it's a undead mer person. <gasps> Let's roll initiative. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Do I have to kill them? <laughs> I went to join them. There's a skin like off half their face and just jaw exposed and just kind of slavering. Uh, Tegan got a 14. I got a 16. I got a 16 also. When when you say that they're like uh, big enough that you can ride for short periods of time, what do you consider to be a short period of time? Combat. This combat would be fine. Yeah. Okay. But you can like go across the sea. They, yes, that. perfect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 16 weeks. Um, I I got a 13 initiative. You can go first, Bachman. So yeah, whichever one of you that rolled a 16 wants to go first. As you do this, um, I would say another another mer person, undead mer person, also crawls over further down towards the front, climbs up over the side. Do we know that much about these creatures that are affected by the scourge? Like, yes, you would. You would know. I think Hester would have taught you, like the scourge. It is, as far as you know, it, it basically is. You know, two things. It's these giant insectoid monsters. But then they carry the blight, and the blight, if that infects, if that infects a thing, it can reanimate dead animals, and they somehow are controlled then by like the scourge hive mind at that point, and they basically seek out other living things to kill, consume, turn, infect with the blight. So you can, you know, you take the wrong kind of damage or the wrong type of attack from these things. You can catch the blight. Got it. Okay. Ooh. In the book, there's a whole like table mechanic on how that works. There's different levels of blight, kind of like exhaustion. Mm. And- oh, cool. Oh, wow. That's cool. You can die from it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Bachman was going to go first? Yeah. 
Can you explain to me again how, um, like how the dragon stuff works with like like actions and like? So, uh, the 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 dragon and the human take their turn as one unit. So you still have your full movement, and you can divide that between the two. As far as the feet, the thirty feet, you can take one action between the two of you, one bonus action, and one reaction. Okay, sick. Uh, so the human, the, your your rider has more more spells they can draw on. But if you do that too much, your bond between the dragon starts to fray. Right, because you only have so many like points for that, basically. Correct. The, are you talking about the EP? Correct. It's the EP. Uh, so I would hop. Uh, I'd hop on. Uh, Ch- Chizumi hops on Terramon's shoulder. They would fly up, and then uh, I would use uh, my bonus action. Uh, to use flame blade, Ooh. give me a give me a fiery sword, and Terabon. You said you said there's just the one mer person, right? There's you, there's two have climbed over so far. Okay, yeah, uh, Ter- and Terabon would use poison spore, and then shoot a poison spore down on on one of them. Doesn't matter which one at this point. Sure. Uh, Sixteen. You hit. Sick. So if you do it at a zero EP cost, oh right, yeah, like, like a cantrip essentially, it's one D four. If you want to burn an EP for every one EP, if you want to burn, you can add a D four of damage to that, or you can do a zero. No, we'll we'll burn an EP. If I if I run out of EP and I can't do like, does that affect the bond? Yeah, if your EP uh, drops to zero, the bond is broken. There's no magical connection, and actually, like your human rider can pass out and go unconscious. Okay, but I won't feel like I gotta piss every five seconds. No, <laughs> <laughs> you might like uh, you will you will soil yourself uh, initially, and then you won't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worth it, honestly. Um, this dragon's got an overactive bladder. He says I have the overactive bladder. It's there's a debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, six damage. You just this this green spore bursts forth from Terramon's toothy maw blast down and just you see like these like veins of green kind of like light up all down the undead merfolk and they kind of snarl <laughs> and uh it's actually pretty fucked up one of its arms like melts off from it sick so it's kind of crawling it's fish tail swagging it's kind of one arm crawling forward toward whatever person it could find just kind of like ha just like rotting away uh, Terramon ter- says something about how my how my love gives him strength or something like that, and then he, of course, <laughs> Aww, so your, your sweet. Friendship. That's so the power good. of it. Nothing like a Pokemon. I agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> what does what does Naharin do in the face of these undead horrors? I don't think it's very nice to call them that. <laughs> the Naharin would like to take out their javelin of lightning. And I want to javelin someone. Susan's putting in the um, the money in her dragon pockets. Mm-hmm. She has extra dragon pockets so that we can <laughs> then go. Once these are taken care of, then we can check out. And is the pounding still going on? Does it? Sound? It is definitely. Yep, just steady thump, thump, thump. <sighs> okay, I'm going to do um, hit one of the guys because I have uh, range thrown. Mm-hmm. So I can throw it. Does it come back? 
Do I have another one? No, it, it, it comes back. It, like, magically comes back, yeah. Okay, I will do that on whichever one is closest to me of the... I think that's going to be the one that uh, Terramon poison spored. So you're going to try and finish it off. Oh, shit. I rolled in that one. So you throw it. It kind of sails over the railing, but then it goes to a certain point and kind of disappears and then like rematerializes on your back. <sighs> it's gone forever because you're rolling that one. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> broken. Um, and then uh, I, I, Susan walks closer to me, so we're close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think uh, that is all of my uh, options. Yeah, if you want to hop on, it's fine. Okay, I will hop on the dragon. So then next time I... Okay. Um, another undead person crawls over from the left side of the ship now. Uh-huh. So there's two over here, one over here. Something is still going on. And it's Tygen's turn. He's holding a flower and smirking. And then other music starts going. Zatai, ume, mokoshiroku. <laughs> and the bartender... People who watch your will love that. Yeah, they're fucking rolling over and the uh bartender i was talking to before falls into my arms <laughs> and like uh leans back as a uh, a shining long sword uh materializes from her chest and uh it's a very magical girl situation as my armor gets brighter and i i rush at them and like feel my blade and i want to go to the the pack of ghouls who are being um, held back by the vines. Okay. I try to stab them through the vines to make sure they yeah. don't come out. What type of um, sword does your character use? It's a it's a great sword. It's like oh. a, a, it's kind of like um, what's his nuts uses in Castlevania. It looks like a rapier, but it's like very very long. Okay, that's okay. So it's like two handed. What is his nuts? <laughs> <laughs> His Love name, this. Uh, you see, th- you see his nuts. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot if we were on. Yeah, if this was we're off. But I love this because this is very quintessential rider blade. The riders in this world often will have the because they have enhanced strength and abilities with their bond. So they wield these crazy, uh, huge, ornate swords that are often shaped like their power you know like a lightning bolt of their storm drag and the, but they are like final fantasy buster sword level big they're just these Hell big yeah. honking things and yeah so you can easily run up uh make make a make an attack make uh make an attack i would love to call me naharim because i rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, you're just overexcited you come in you swinging hot you you definitely give the uh i'm gonna say the the vines they look nice you kind of did a little topiary work on them. They look more symmetrical, and like they look yeah. good. They look good. You kind of yeah. trimmed them up a little bit. Uh, you did not hit any ghouls, though. Okay, I'll use my second attack to slash in there. That's much better. That is a twenty-four. All right, you hit one. How much? What do you? How much damage? You just. I'm going to. You were just. You were just clearing your line of sight. You know. There's no way to get to him without making a topiary. Um, going to roll these two d6s, and that is um, ten, uh, 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 eleven damage. Mm-hmm. You freaking you hit this thing like I'm gonna say it's like jaw, like right at its jawline, and cut like the top like three fourths of its head off, and it like drops. You just drop one. Hell yeah. Um, and I believe that's my turn. Thank you so much. 
and uh, yeah, just the there's like the light shining down uh, on me, light kind of like moonlight coming off my sword uh, wow. as I kind of like pull it back to my chest and ready my next attack. Looks so cool. As again, uh, um, uh, she's flying up above, shining the the moonlight down on them. Nice. And they don't like it, by the way. They don't. They they seem to recoil. They seem to be like kind of like recoiling a little mm. bit from it and trying to avoid it if they can't help it. They don't like. They don't like. They don't. They don't like this kind of moonlight. It's now Penelope. You've got three undead merfolk crawled over. One's pretty fucked up looking. You have a, th- a mysterious thumping coming from deep below. You know, in, somewhere in the ship. You've got a, a gang of these undead humanoid human ghouls. That are kind of being held at bay by uh, Tygen and Vines and some sailors with pole arms. I would like to go for one of the merfolk, uh, the the undead merfolk. Let's say the one that's already injured. Okay, it's missing an arm. It's going real slow. It's trying to like again, it's it's almost kind of sad, but creepy. It's just kind of. <sighs> or maybe Aww. I should get. Maybe I should do the other one then, since that one's like kind of like incapacitated a little bit. Does that make sense? Legally, no. But you do what you want. I want to get the other one, I've decided. Because I just feel like if it's just like crawling along, that's less of a problem. Yeah, and we should say we are level five. We're level five, And yes. we're doing kind of a, a, a fusion of the uh, the uh, 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 chaos rules. That's what I call them. Um, and uh, SRD 5V. And you'll be able to see what they look like when they're finally finished on the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Penelope kind of like floats forward and there's it's like the wind is like rustling her hair and like making her dress billow behind her and she reaches out a hand (laughs) very um elegantly and i would like to cast psychic bolt on the the more uh powerful mer creature all right um and that is so it says make a ranged power attack so instead of spell attack, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, plus six. Yeah. Stupid, yeah. Plus, plus six. Yeah. You're not trying to get sued, even though you're like, Oh, I see. I got it. <laughs> there is, again, for the purposes of what we're doing here, I, I'm, I'm keeping the essence of it. Some of the things yeah. I kind of like, because there's a lot of decisions to make. So I'm kind of like. Right. There's, But there's a really cool mechanic in there where you build out everything from scratch as far as your, your hit points and your power mm-hmm. and all these different dice that you use. It's really cool and honestly very intuitive. But I'm trying to make it easy on y'all because we're picking this up kind of as we go. Like, and we're desperately stupid. We're so dumb. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm personally famously good at picking up new rule sets. And understanding yes. what's I know. So, <laughs> you know. I didn't need it, but for the rest you of You weirdly are. I know you're joking about it. <laughs> but you're you're really good at like zooming in on like the very specific things, and I'm I want to give you your flowers for that. Oh, thank you. Um, I rolled very well. Uh, I got a twenty-two for attack. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And on a hit, the target takes. I'm assuming that's a hit. Yep. Uh, one d six psychic damage. Oh. <laughs> Let's go! Oh my so, god! Yeah, so let's say it's like you see like a kind of like sickeningly like ghostly like pale blue like light mm-hmm. go out, and it's actually like shockingly like you think like a bolt is like fast, but it's not. It's not really fast. It just is like 
oh, it's going. Like, mm. nothing that could stop this is like, yeah. and it like goes inside of his ears, actually. Ooh. Um, and like, it all into all of its orifices, like <gasps> into like its nose and mouth and ears, and it's like, Bleh. It does like, and you were, were you attacking another one? You said, uh, yeah, the one, the, not the one that was dragging itself, but the other one, because there were, were there two on that side, one that had not been hit yet. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's the one I, I hit. It kind of convulses. It does not like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> the one one-armed merfolk tries to get closer, doesn't quite make it. The one that Penelope hits. Uh, how close did you get to that one, Penelope? When you were that? So let me double check. Uh, Thirty feet away. <laughs> okay. Uh, it does not, it tries to crawl towards you, it doesn't quite make it. Uh, there is another one that on the left side, it crawls up and you see it, uh, start, try to bite the ankle of a sailor, and the sailor's ah. trying it off. It couldn't make quite make it to you all. Suddenly, we're at the top of the round, but suddenly, the, uh, captain, she's kind of there in the midst of you all, and she's soaking wet. She's just soaking wet, and... What's weird is, like, her neck, like, the veins in her neck are, like, glowing kind of blue and stuff. And she's breathing heavy. And she's holding. She holds, She holds like, she, like, unrolls, like, this leather. And there's, like, all these vials of dark blue substance. And she's breathing heavy. She goes, I fucking found out what it is. Well, I was just getting ready to go down there. You give me, like, another 30 seconds, the problem would have been taken care of. <laughs> well, stop talking and Baja blast him. I need you all. To drink these and get down there, it'll let you breathe under the water for one hour. It's a big fucking undead crab. In the bottom of the ship? Like fucking big. Like fucking Aye. big. Underneath the ship, trying to punch through with his big, its big claws. We can handle these, these ghoul fuckers. We've seen them before. We'll handle them. I need you, I thought, okay. dragon riders, you're... Get down there. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to deal with a 20 fuck fucking undead crab. You bring me some old bay, some sausage, and some potatoes, and we're going to have a cookout. I got your dinner right down there. Let's go, guys. I'm from <laughs> Maryland. This thing stands not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I don't know what this is. Glug, glug, glug. Do I, or do I shoot it to my... El- is this a suppository? <laughs> <laughs> what? One of us snorts it. You drink it. Yeah. I'll drink. No hesitation. So if you take it, yeah, it's, it's just... It's it's a portion of what unless you breathe underwater for the next hour and anyone who wants Good. to um with their dragon or themselves go off the side you know go down the boat but uh it is chizume's turn does that mean that the dragon can also breathe uh i'm gonna say in your case yes hell yeah oh well well <laughs> well if it's just what they what they feel then the dragon would feel it feels like, like, it's like it can breathe <laughs> and then you gotta drown you can breathe it feels like it can I'm gonna say dragons can hold their breath for a very long time we'll say oh okay I, that make, I think that makes sense though okay okay. I mean they have enough lung power to shoot out lightning bolts and fire and stuff like that yeah. they can hold their breath I have the ability to get my dragon fish gills but we'll go with that <laughs> <laughs> why'd you ask <laughs> So yeah, uh, let's uh, yeah we'll we'll swoop down there. Uh, but uh, well, I guess if I, we both go down there, then we can only go we split the movement, right? You can you can kind of cheat that if you're if you're on him. Hell yeah, I am on him. And yep, and uh, we go down there. Uh, we see a big crab. You're under the water. It's kind of dark and murky, but you can still see. It's a big fucking twenty foot crab, and it is like, but it's like its shell is like 
there's like holes in its shell and it's kind of rot. It's got like it just looks like rot on it. Like when you when you go to the beach and you just like see the like corpse of a crab on yeah. the beach and it's all fucked up again. And there's another crab eating it. Yeah. Oh damn. Circle of life, baby. Nature so metal. Whoa. I know you said I know you said giant the words giant crab, but is this crab medium or smaller? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's size gotta, large. Well, a giant crab could be anywhere as big as a, a kiddie pool. Yeah, and Pat said he would give us anything. I did. <laughs> you're you're like the aunt, or like the aunt and uncle slash the grandparents that are like hanging yeah. out with us. And we're being like awful. <laughs> more like substitute teacher, but yeah, yeah, yeah or that, or that. Pat, it's more fun for me if you say yes right now. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, uh. Because I got that fire, I got that flame. Does the flame blade work underwater? Probably not, huh? It's magic. Yeah, it's magic. Magic flame. And we have these magical swords, right? You've mm-hmm. spent, we didn't do it on air, but we spent six hours <laughs> crafting these oh. glorious ones <laughs> yeah. using the Songs of Chaos. We actually um, crafted them also in real life. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's in it. Here's mine right here. You have to roll a physical dice uh, 10,000 times. For the 10,000 times the steel is folded over. Wow. Um, so yeah, I'm going to attack with my flame blade. The um, uh, Terramod will, sw- will swoop underneath. And then me just so that... It looks so cool because the dragon's like swimming. It's like the, the wings are like pushed back, you know? And it's just like... Yeah. Cuts through the water. You kind of like what do like a kind of like a swim by and just kind of... Yeah, I just got to hold the blade up. And it's going to it's gonna do an attack. Oh my god, it's dead. It, you killed it? <laughs> I killed it. Aw. I wanted it to kill it. Don't, don't bother checking the stats. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a, a 24. Yes, that hits. Ooh, a 2, a 6, and a 1. So hit him with that 9. Okay. It shudders. You kind of hear, you can't really hear under, uh, it doesn't look out a shriek or anything, but it definitely shudders and stops trying to punch a hole and it was really close by the way to say there was like cracks in the underside Ooh. and it kind of turns towards you why <laughs> before it can do anything though it's not Harine's turn unless yeah it, that's I assume that's your your turn I keep doing that yeah that's good enough okay I'd say I don't know what all my bonus actions are yet so they're not yeah there's not a, you haven't unlocked a bunch of them at this point yet yeah. again I was trying not to give you all t- keeping it straight I was trying not to give you all too much enough to be fun but not overwhelming. we should have um, been level 20 and made this horrible you're right <laughs> that, I, that would have been stressful for me I've played in level 21 shots it's yeah as a play uh, <laughs> on a system that hasn't been finalized yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Nahareen. You've been offered a potion of water breathing. You've got some undead merfolk, undead ghouls. You understand yes. there's a giant undead crab underneath you. So I have zap. If I zap the water, does it electrocute the crab? I'm going to say you're – yeah, sure, yes. And you just have <laughs> such good control that you avoid – I'm going to say it, it only hurts them if you if you crit fail. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do I'm going to – Do it, do it. I'm gonna zap. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna try and zap for two, for two EP. Oh, sorry, that's for one EP. Sorry, one EP. Okay. So then I will be uh, shooting two d six lightning damage at it. I'm gonna say as long as you don't crit fail, you hit it because you're just hitting the water, and it's like, how do you miss the water? And it's like, like. Oh, thank God! I rolled a seventeen. There you go. <laughs> You do it. Roll roll 2d6, see how much this thing gets cooked. Oh, five. 
five, ten. This thing sizzles and cooks, and it just kind of like it's not dead, but it seems it almost kind of curls in on itself a little bit, and it's kind of taking a breather. Amazing. I'm gonna say you you stun it, and actually like it was supposed to be its turn, but you've got that thing down so fucked up. Uh, Tygen, yes. what are you doing? with your vine boys uh well i already drank the fucking thing and okay. it fe- it's gonna feel bad not to do anything with it get, out, get down here it's fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> and um i'm gonna say pat that i'm gonna walk five feet take a and just stop walking and let gravity do the rest mm-hmm. and i just like drop down in the water surely no one would say that that costs movement surely no one would say that <laughs> no wow. you do it you guys i mean you're epic you're these enhanced ability again as riders having this bond it's not only like these not only like the magic powers like casting spells you are literally stronger faster able to leap tall buildings in a single bound like you are enhanced you you are enhanced creatures okay so you got this uh then yeah so i'll drop down to the water as i'm down there uh sealer axis will uh drop down as well and shine the beam on the crab so that we can all have a good uh idea of where to hit its weak points and things like that and i will push my legs off of its snoot and rush forward and try to stab, uh, push off my dragon snoot and try to skewer this creature with my blade. That is a 25, mm-hmm. and that's a uh, 11 damage. And then his sword glows bright, uh, uh, blue, and huge amounts of light shoot all around me. Um, as I uh, use a, my channel divi- uh, smite, my, my like kind of smite feature, and it will take an, an extra uh, 11 damage. It's a crab cake. Damn. <laughs> it's just this smoldering, steaming, just like all this, like all these bubbles kind of appear because it's like steam underwater. And it's just Ooh. it's just like this blackened shell curls. Hey y'all! So wait, so wait, are you? Are the you crab is dead. Big crab is dead. dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I still have another attack. Oh, and I thwack at it again. <laughs> you got to crack the shell open so we can start True. getting in there. Penelope, will be back up on deck. Yeah. There is still three merfolk and um, three of the humanoid ghouls have kind of spilled over onto the the deck. So I'm alone with all the ghouls. There's some sailors <laughs> doing their best. Like they're they're pretty seasoned. The captain said she could handle or they could handle it. I mean they kind of, and you see you see the captain and a sailor kind of tag team take down um Nice. They t- <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, she, I mean, they dispatched the one-armed merf- undead merfolk based on that roll. They're, they're, they're doing okay. It's not like it's, it's not like it's, it's a given, but. Cool. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know. It seems like I have a lot of options for people. Is there one that's like attacking someone that seems like they're struggling or yes, anything like that? Absolutely. Okay. They're really new. It's like their first voyage, and they're just shitting themselves. It's my first day. (laughs) (laughs) So, in that case, I would like to cast Mind Skip on on one of the ghouls. uh, And let's. Oh, they need to make a Wisdom save. Okay. 
ghouls famously good at wisdom. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a four. That's unfortunate for the ghoul because now, um, <laughs> uh, on a failure, the creature stares blankly into the distance until the start <laughs> of my next turn. <laughs> While affected in this way, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. <laughs> So little uh, Johnny Skipper in his first trip. Yeah. He's he's got like his harpoon and the ghoul's like ah leaning over trying to like bite at him, and then Penelope does her thing, and then the ghoul just kind of like just stops and just kind of. Yeah, let's say for this one, like uh, Penelope, like again puts her arm out and a different kind, like it, it almost looks like the the light is kind of like going like. Woo! like swirling around everywhere mm-hmm. and then it just like kind of like explodes in its face like Love it. and then it's yeah its eyes rolled back just blood and it's just kind of just what is purpose of un- of unlife <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and uh and then I think that I'll do that and I mean I think that's it for me yeah. I'm gonna stay up on deck we're all I think wet. I maybe I call my I think I call Oberon over so yep. that I can maybe hop on. Excellent. While you were doing that, one of the comes up and tries to do uh, a bite on you, Penelope. No, <laughs> no, Pat. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that six does not hit your AC. <laughs> it doesn't. I was like ready. I was fully ready to get hit because my <laughs> my AC is not very high. But I rolled like garbage. Hey. <laughs> and then a second Merfolk tries to do a bite on Oberon. No, my beautiful boy. He's gonna die. It hits, because I, I said 18. 18 AC for the dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. hits me. That hits me. The did not do a bite. It had a spear, because the ghouls sometimes wield weapons. They just pick stuff up, and it stabs. I'm sorry, your, your sweet baby dragon boy takes four piercing damage. No! My boy! Oh, what does it look like when the dragon dies? No, no. <laughs> well, you're useless to us. Go yeah. overboard. <laughs> yeah, Penelope's like, no! Screaming. <laughs> Covering yourself in blood. Uh, choose a mate. What do you do? Uh, shit, what's left? I mean, I'm underwater still. We got Nothing underwater that you can see. I mean, this crab's still here, right? I, I was thinking we drag this crab up. We start cooking up some, some crab buns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can still see it. It's dead and chopped in many pieces, but yeah. It's definitely... Uh, so rotted and filled yeah, with it blight. Like a, a float, like it, yeah. a um, like a raft. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I scrape off some of these barnacles off the bottom of the boat? Um, okay, so. <laughs> oh, I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, up up I go. Uh, back, okay. Back up the tippy top, and there's what? There's a, a ghoul or two up here still. There's some ghouls. There's a, yeah, some murf, some undead merfolk. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flame blade a ghoul. All right, do it. Ooh, eleven. No. <laughs> From the ground? Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. Does that change anything? Yeah, that hits. Sorry, that does hit. Okay. I was like, damn, that's a beefy ghoul. Uh, ooh, a five, a three, and a five. Thirteen to that ghoul. What's it look like when you fucking vivisect this thing? Yeah, it's uh, it just like 100% um, just like... Lights in, fl- like you see the sword come down, it splits, and then flame erupts from the cavity where the where the split happens. Oh, love it! Yeah, it lights the boat on fire. We all drown. No, <laughs> worth it. We do have to <laughs> sail on the crab husk. Wonderful turn. <laughs>
Nahreen. I will um, hop on. I think I was already on Susan. Hop on Susan's bed. Yeah. In either case, uh, Susan and I would go upstairs, and I would like to throw um, my javelin of lightning at one of the ghouls that is trying to um, uh, attack. Mm-hmm. I protect. Um, I got a. Let's see. I rolled a six plus a. Five eleven. Yep, just hits. How are you able to do that so fast? Math or? <laughs> I love doing stupid, like little math like that. Um, I don't know why it makes my brain happy. Uh, okay, so you do the good brain chemicals. Yeah. It hurts me to do math. <laughs> Thirteen damage total. This thing just like explodes. Yes. Yeah, Nahazreen just throws that out and says. It's time you go to sleep. It's past your bedtime. <laughs> that one's not really good, but we'll workshop that later. Susan, you got any good ones? It's... And then poop, it pops right back. <laughs> Excellent. Tygen. Tygen uh, is pushed up uh, from the Blarney Deep like a freaking Sea World entertainer riding the <laughs> snoot of a killer whale. And launches in the air, and he slashes down uh, wherever there's uh, multiple enemies, Pat. And he doesn't care which one to attack. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably will start with the one on his left as he's falling from the sky. And he goes, you'll sleep with the fishes! And that's my first attack, and that is a 19. Yep. Nine damage. That's just enough. You, You kill one. I roll and then I slash at another one next to me <gasps> and that is uh, 14 damage. It, yeah, you just are freaking laying waste. And then that is another 11 damage as my sword is a flash of light in this cold night. Damn. Tygen is just despite his tall stature, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like just darting around and just you just see these flashes of silver with the blade yeah. striking and ghouls just dropping limp to the ground. And uh, unless there's anything else with that, Penelope, there is one, the only, there's one undead merfolk, the one who stabbed your boy. All right, Pat, I want to do a thing that's slightly unconventional. Okay. I, I'm not going to attack it directly. What I want to do is I want to use simple illusion. Okay. Because <laughs> I want to lure it off. I don't know. Is there, like, uh, I mean, I guess it would just drop you back into the water if I did that. Um, we're theoretically, we're free of the crab, so we just say peace out. Hmm, what would a ghoul love to attack? Pussy. Than- <laughs> <laughs> Ghouls have notoriously a hard time with cats. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, because what is, like, because ghouls, they just want to, like, eat people that's just like they're 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 driving forth right like what are they what are ghouls into other than pussy (laughs) humans yeah let's say okay so like let's say i i would like to make um the illusion of like just a little like a child like (laughs) like like trembling um and why'd you throw me a baby overboard i'm so tender (laughs) i'm like right in front of it, like in front of the ghoul, but it's like moving and it's like crying, like running and crying, but turning around like, oh, don't chase me. That sounds, I'm just gonna say, that sounds so delicious to the undead merfolk. And they're just like, 
It's their favorite. It's their favorite yeah. treat, and they just go after it. Yeah. But the illusion starts to climb down the side of the boat. <laughs> like snotting and crying. Right over, falls, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. And with that, the uh, so one of the sailors with their harpoons dislodged a broken bit of boat. There are a few ghouls still on it, you know, but they, they, they've dislodged it. And you seem to be moving on. And uh, people are kind of patrolling the, the, the sides you know the the looking down over the railings, make sure nothing's trying to climb up out of the water, and you're kind of on your way. Uh, Ciliaroxis is flying in circles with the spotlight, trying to see if there's any mm-hmm. hangers on or things like that. I'm patching Oberon up and giving him lots of little kissies on the face and pets, giving <laughs> them little treats. If any of them try to get back up on the boat, can I tase them? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I just stand there and I zap them with Susan. I say, you get off of this boat. This is our boat. Two more times, an undead merfolk tried to climb up, and Nahari just is like, no, fuck off. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. You get yeah. out of here. Well, now that that's done, I could go for some food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, season <Susan> me. <laughs> the chef comes up and is like, Crab cakes, anyone? Yes! Oh, no! <laughs> and my face goes green. You were heading for a city called Ridgefall. Mm-hmm. Ridgefall is a city kind of up on a coastal cliff. Like, the city proper is, like, these mountains, and then there's, like, a flat space, and the city's there, and there's cliffs. And there's the port is kind of down a ways, kind of at sea level, right? So it's, like, big city up here, kind of down the hill, port. And you're going there because you were hoping, for a couple of, you had heard your clues that led you that one of the magistrates of the city might know something about, we're going to say, you found a talisman with a weird symbol on it ah. uh, at the scene of Hester's murder. And also, the great thing about Ridgefall is it's kind of out of the way a bit, and it doesn't get a lot of attention from the, you know, it just kind of does its own thing. So you feel like you need to fly under the radar, literally and figuratively. There, <laughs> um, so that's that's why you're going there. So that's you know, we found a matchbook from the Happy Badger Inn. <laughs> yes, exactly the same. Yeah. So the rest of the voyage, it's another day and a half or so, goes smoothly, and you see the mountain, the cliffs of Ridgefall, but as you come into port. The quiet, sleepy port you were expecting is not there. Instead, it is really busy. Oh. Huh. It is all a bustle. You look up, and there is, it looks like there's been, like, hundreds of flags and just, like, decorative flags placed all along, like, the path from the port leading up to the city. Flags all over the city. Everyone's flying flags everywhere. It's flag day. (laughs) There's, like, carts and stalls and encampments along the path up to the city, and it's just, like... A shit ton of people. The hot spot. Yeah, and what's more is you see dragons flying around <gasps> the mountain, kind of like oh, just kind of lazily doing like laps around the mountain that looms over the city. Lots of them. Lots of dragons. Sick. Now we were going here because it is a, 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 a sleepy backwoods town, and this looks like a, a damn fair on harvest day. What's wrong with having a little fun? We're not supposed to be here. We're renegades, you see. Do you disembark? Talk to anyone? I tell my dragon to beat feet 
But I stay on the, on the freaking boat. What does that mean? Beat feet. <laughs> run away. <laughs> You're just sending them off? Yeah, I can communicate I with my dragon over long distances. Mm. I mean, I think we got to get off the boat, right? To, to explore? As you pull in, there is a uniformed, like a military uniformed individual on the dock where the ramp would come down, kind of waiting there. And the person next to them wearing professional clothes with a clipboard. And... He sees you talk to your dragon and send him off flying and kind of waves, waves you to come down. I do it. I know my tags aren't expired. <laughs> <laughs> We're fishermen. <clears throat> he goes, so uh, the person goes, um, your name, dragon's name, team name, your team name. I don't have a dragon, but my name is Tygen Bruntigar. Uh, I literally, the, the the taller gentleman in the armors, I literally just saw you talk to that to that dragon. And you kind of it have was a wild. Matching, it was wild. It was a wild one. You kind of have a matching. It was a wild one. Theme. It was a wild one. With your, mm-hmm. what about those three dragons? We all just wore the same thing. That's not mine. Yeah. It was a coincidence. What can we say? You all kind of had that. You're going to start asking more questions? Uh, yeah. We're going to have a problem? We need, we need your names and your team name. For the Ridgefall Relay, the Rither Dragon race that you're here to... I mean, why else would you be here with Dragon? Are you here for another reason? Are you Renegade Dragon? No. I'm Chizumi Kusaki, and you know I'm the leader because I'm wearing goggles. Right, write that down. That's true. Uh, Yeah, we thought you were the competition. Yeah, that's right. You were the competition, see? And we didn't trust you. Yeah, that's right. Add another C in there just for... See? My dragon's name is... Okay. Lightning McQueen. Remind me not to bet on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I need a team name for the race. Disney's Cars. Disney's Cars. Okay. <laughs> right in there. Uh, cease and desist. It's spelled different. D-I-Z-Z. It leans over the the armor remind me to look up parody law in the specifics. Oh, but uh yeah, you've inadvertently signed up for a dragon relay race and we're gonna Oh, so we really did sign up for it. We're gonna find out how that goes next week, I think. Oh, not a Wait, so what? I feel like we shouldn't call ourselves Disney's cars. <laughs> Too late. I don't know, I guess. You want to amend it real quick? Yeah. Too late. What are you going to do? The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars is the Millennium Falcons. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Pat. That yes, was thank a, you. a blast first session. We'll be uh, having our second one next week. And yet again, Pat, please. Tell the fine folks about the Songs of Chaos Kickstarter coming October 11th. Thank you. So this was a tiny, tiny snippet of the Songs of Chaos 5th edition book. It's an adaptation of the book series where you could do like these lovely folk have and play as a dragon rider and get lots of original cool new powers and abilities and go on adventures with your dragon pal and fly through the air and... Do lots of cool shit. We love dragons. Kickstarter goes live October 11th. And if you like playing TTRPGs and you like dragons and you like mm-hmm. this show, if you like Greetings Adventures and Geekly, I mean, you should click the affiliate link in the show notes. Yeah. That comes out 11, October 11th and support. Because you and get the book, get a fun adventure and support this community. 
Yeah. Yeah. A little kissy. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week as we all, every single Tuesday, you can find the show at D&D Podcast on Twitter or at Greetings Adventurers on Instagram. Check out our fine things there. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash D&D Podcast. We just released episode one of The Foaming Tankard, uh, DM'd by our very own chronicle, chronicler, oracle extraordinaire, Mr. Red. Uh, and we're joined by uh, uh, a chunk of the uh, crew from the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, so it's a great one. Head on over to the Patreon to check out more episodes of that. You can find Michael on Twitter at ThriftyNerd. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. You can find me on Twitter at Nika underscore Howard. You're muted. You're muted. I know! <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the Mike Bachman. I stole Bachman's whole like shtick because I'm at the Pet Edwards. You know, the whole like putting a the and then your name, you know? Yeah, like, I invented that. He's the only person that's he's he was the first person to do it. I was the second. And, yeah. I was like, yeah, I definitely didn't do that to my AOL instant messenger screen name <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to say keep it dicey, but I'm gonna quote Michael. Keep it dicey. <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.